Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? Welcome in. It's week 14. The Texans travel to Dallas to take on the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium. And uh, quite a bit of news from this week. Davis Mills returns to the starting lineup. He was benched, of course, for Kyle Allen. Davis Mills back in the lineup. Will he start the remaining five games of the season? That is to be determined, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. And the Texans look to get a big win against the Cowboys. Now, the offense has struggled in recent weeks, so they hope that Mills being back in the lineup can sort of change things up again. And those two weeks that Mills did not play, maybe learn something, and maybe he comes back a little better and more improved here in year two. That being said, the Cowboys are on a roll. We've heard the rumors about Odell Beckham Jr., They don't really even need him because even without him, the Cowboys' offense is top five in scoring. We saw that historic 33-0 run in the fourth quarter against the Colts, and they just had a field day with Matt Ryan. 48 sacks on the season. The Cowboys' defense is first in sacks. And uh, the run game is really off and running with, literally, with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. And then, of course, Dak Prescott. We know that he got injured after week one, had to undergo thumb surgery. He's back. He's playing better than ever. He's had one interception in the last three games. So when you talk about ball security, Dak Prescott seems to really have honed in on that. Now, I do talk to my next guest, David Hellman. He works for Fox Sports. He covers the Cowboys. He used to be a team reporter for the Dallas Cowboys. And if you ask the Cowboys fans, they're not really that happy with all the turnovers that Dak Prescott's had this year. But I think if you look at the last three games, his numbers look pretty good. Yes, he's had seven interceptions in seven games. But if you look at the trend over the last three weeks, he's trending toward playing a lot cleaner football as the Cowboys here want to make a playoff push. They're 9-3 and three in a division that's so competitive. The NFC East, everyone in the NFC East is over 500, so every single game matters. This is a must-win game for the Cowboys, as is pretty much any game for the teams in the NFC East. So, should be a fun one. And I had a chance to catch up with David Hellman. It's always fun when these two teams face each other. No matter what point in the season, they always play each other hard. And so, David gave me some insight on this Cowboys team and what the Texans can expect on Sunday. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network, and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? All right, let's get right into it. We're going to go behind enemy sidelines on the Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. We're going behind enemy sidelines with David Hellman. He covers the Dallas Cowboys for Fox Sports. Previously was the team reporter for the Cowboys, David. First, congrats on the new gig. Let's talk a little Cowboys. Not much has changed for you on that front, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been a weird year because it's you know it's new environment and a new job, but it's still the Cowboys. So it's been a it's been a fun new challenge, but still kind of more of the same. Not that I'm complaining about it. No, and I'm sure you've got nothing to complain about this year with the nine and three start for the Cowboys. All right, so what's more surprising that the fact that the Cowboys only have lost three games despite having Dak Prescott out due to thumb surgery or the fact that the entire NFC East is currently above 500? What's more surprising to you right now? Ooh, okay. I mean, they're both pretty surprising. And on like when the Cowboys lost that season opener against the Bucks, they looked so bad. And then they lose Dak on top of that. 
I mean, I thought the season was over, to be honest with you. I thought I thought we were probably looking at a five or six win Cowboys season. So that's incredibly surprising. But even still, I mean, I've I've been covering the NFC East since 2013. And I I would have never believed that all four teams could be this competent at the same time, because I mean, it's been normal to have like one or two good teams like Dallas and Philly are usually good or New York was good for a while there. But to even throw Washington in the mix, honestly, I wasn't convinced Washington was capable of being actually decent. So to have all four teams actually playing good football, I'd say is is the biggest surprise of all. I don't think I would have ever bet on that. Yeah, and of course, the Texans have to play all four of those teams this year because the AFC South is playing the NFC East, but I digress. All right, the big news is Odell Beckham Jr. I feel like he's everywhere. He's been linked to the Cowboys. The Cowboys have talked about him, but with the Cowboys, the way their offense is playing right now, being top three and averaging 27.8 points per game, do they even need an Odell Beckham Jr. added to their offense? What are your thoughts on that? See, I think that they do. And I think I think people get lost in the idea of the fact that it's Odell Beckham. Um, and and I mean, why wouldn't you? It, it's a very Cowboys story, right? Like the the most obnoxious, visible football <laughs> team in the league going after like one of the most obnoxious, high profile, gaudy players in the league. You know, like it's just it's a match made. It's perfect. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like but on a more football level, you know, I think people expect that the Cowboys need Odell Beckham to come in here and be the guy that he was in 2014. And I just don't think that's the case. I mean, if if you go back to last year when he was traded to the Rams, it wasn't a huge role that he occupied. You know, I think he only caught 27 passes, but his athleticism, his run after catch ability, his big playability, uh, I think it it opened up an extra dimension for, for that offense. It took a little bit of pressure off of Cooper Cup. It made life easier on Matthew Stafford. I think I think that's the role he would be looking at here. Like, I don't think the Cowboys need Odell Beckham on the field for more than like 15 snaps a game. But it offers you that element that I think they're lacking right now. C.D. Lamb is a, a wonderful receiver, but the Cowboys just haven't had that explosive element to their offense this year in terms of attacking downfield and, and coming up with chunk plays like that. They're very efficient. I would call their offense very efficient. I don't know if I would say it's explosive. So I do think he could add something to that. The big, uh, the big question there is just how healthy he is. You know, he's 30 years old. He tore the ACL in the Super Bowl, so it still hasn't been a very long time. And, and I wonder, uh, I wonder how quickly he could be ready and how effective he would be once he is ready. Because at, at this point, uh, it, it's early December. I mean, you're probably talking about him not being able to really, really contribute toward the tail end of the month. And by that point, you're talking about playoffs. So the time crunch and the health element are interesting to me. But if if he's healthy and on track to contribute, I do think he could add something to that offense. Sure. I mean, it's an intriguing storyline to watch for sure. A guy that is healthy, Dak Prescott. I mean, you mentioned it when when he went out with the injury early on in the season. Everyone thought the Cowboy season was over, but He has come back and he's averaging over 33 points per game in his return. Is this the best football that you've seen Dak Prescott play? That's the funny thing, DP, is uh, he's not playing all that well. Uh, He's 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 having ball security issues. I don't know if there's any other way to say it. I think the the debate in Dallas is whether he's being 
aggressive or reckless, right? Like you want your quarterback to have the confidence to take shots downfield and take risks, but the facts are what they are. Dak has thrown seven interceptions in seven games. Like that's just not what you're looking for from, from a quarterback of his caliber. You know, he threw two picks against green Bay in their most recent loss. And even in the wins against Indy and New York, he's had some ugly uh, interceptions. He got intercepted twice on Thanksgiving. And yet having just said all of that critical stuff, the Cowboys are number one in like every metric you could want them to be like total yards scoring their third down conversion rate is obscene. Their red zone conversion rate is best in the league over the last month or so. So clearly he has opened things up for that offense and, and they are one of the league's best And it, it speaks to how well they're playing that this is not the best I've ever seen Dak Prescott play, but it hasn't mattered so far. They're rolling. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the run game, the run game between Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. What's been the balance between those two? And how much did having Dak not in the offense, how much that sort of changed the plan of attack and and really getting a balance going between the run game and the passing game for the Cowboys? What's funny is I think I think getting the running game more involved was a just a priority for this season before Dak even got hurt. But I think Dak getting hurt kind of forces you to lean into that when you don't have your franchise quarterback. You've got Cooper Rush out there who you don't want throwing the ball 28, 30, 32 times a game. Uh, so I think they were kind of forced to lean into it a little bit more, but they're well equipped to do that. Uh, you know, they spent a first round pick on the offensive line. Tyler Smith has been playing really well. Terrence Steele and Zach Martin on the right side have been a fantastic duo this year. And so it's really, it's made their run game more dynamic. And another element of that is I think Ezekiel Elliott injuring his leg a few weeks ago, not that they didn't know what they had in Tony Pollard, but I think it, again, it kind of forced them to up his workload. And when you see what he's capable of doing with 14, 15, 16 touches instead of seven, eight, nine touches. You know, I think it's made their offense more well-rounded and more dynamic. He clearly, he adds a big playability. You know, he's, he's scored from 48 yards out, 68 yards out this season, which again, going back to them not being that explosive, like Tony Pollard is their most explosive element this season. And I think they've really kind of unlocked that. So uh, I think it's a combination. I think, they were forced to lean more into their running game when Dak was out. And then they were forced to lean more on their depth when Zeke was out and find out just how good it really is. And it's been paying off big time. Well, they certainly leaned a lot on their defense. I mean, their defense is top five and yards allowed points allowed first in the NFL with 48 sacks. I mean, we all have seen Micah Parsons and what he's able to do, but they've got so many playmakers on that defense. How did they really come together as a unit this year? It's funny. I think most people expected them to take a step back at least a little bit because they led the league in turnovers last year. And you don't like it's hard to maintain consistency with that. You know, like it's hard to lead the league in takeaways every season. It just is the stats bear that out. So I think most people expected them to take a step back. But what people weren't counting on, I think, is Micah taking another leap, like as good as he was last year. He's been even better this year. And then what having a player like that can unlock for everybody else. Cause I mean, the Cowboys have other good players, right? Like they have Demarcus Lawrence, they signed Dorrance Armstrong to a pretty nice contract in the spring. They brought on Dante Fowler, the former top five pick out of Jacksonville. And like, it all looked good on paper, 
But I think what you're seeing is a talent like Micah Parsons just gives everyone else favorable matchups. So now you've got as many as four, occasionally five guys that can win one-on-one matchups uh, and get sacks. And that's why, I mean, they're, they're leading the league. They're on pace to have the league lead by a sizable margin. I looked this up recently, like only, only two teams in the last 25 or 30 years have hit 60 sacks on the season. And that is a very doable thing for this defense. If they get rolling, I mean, they're only 12 away with five games to play. And so, I mean, when, when you can rush the passer like that, it just makes life easier on everything else. Honestly, the Cowboys have even had injury issues on the back end. They lost their slot corner, Jordan Lewis to a broken foot a month or so ago. They lost uh, their number two cornerback, Anthony Brown to an Achilles injury the other night. And it hasn't really affected them too much. Like, I mean, they're not the best pass defense in the league, but they're not a liability by any means. And I think that's it's a testament to how good they are at getting after the quarterback. All right. Great stuff from David Hellman. David, appreciate the time. Kickoff is at noon on Sunday against the Cowboys from AT&T Stadium. Appreciate the time and the insight, my friend. We'll talk soon. Anytime. Absolutely. Great stuff, as always, from David Hellman covering that team. You can catch him on Fox Sports on their website. He covers the Cowboys, and he also does uh, some TV for them out in L.A. So uh, great stuff, great insight from him. And uh, like I said, the game is at noon on Sunday, and if you want to catch the pregame show, we'll have that about an hour before kickoff. It's on YouTube. Uh, you can download the mobile app. You'll get a push notification. I have a former wide receiver, Texans wide receiver, Cecil Shorts. We break down the game. We answer fan questions. We'll show you the starting lineups, who's active, who's not active, uh, because some of that could change. We've seen Nico Collins not really practicing earlier in the week. Will he play? What's his status going to be? And a whole lot more of your questions. We will try to answer them. That's on Sunday. So, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. That's going to do it for the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. And as always, go Texans.